Welcome to the shed. I'm your host, Bert Martinez, and um, welcome. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, Manti Teo. The reason why I'm talking about him because he's kind of a current event because of Netflix put out a a documentary on what happened to him, and the name of the of the group who makes it is the story is called Untold. And the title of that particular documentary is called The Girlfriend That Never Existed. So, to talk about that is, Manti Teo is a great collegiate football player. He was one of the best linebackers at the time in 2012. He Actually, he was the best in 2012. He was one of the best linebackers in Notre Dame history. And the craziest part was he was hit with getting catfished. So it started off as this. I'm not going to give away the whole story, so I'm just going to give you a brief description. And you don't have to be a football fan to follow this. Trust me, the catfish part will keep you intrigued. So Manti Teo, in, when he started playing in college, he was a very nice guy. He reached out to people, and he was kind of alone in Notre Dame. He's from Hawaii, and he kicked ass in Hawaii. And then he could have went to USC or Notre Dame. He ended up going to Notre Dame. And when he went to Notre Dame, you know, there ain't that many people that are Polynesian descent. He was kind of alone out there. I mean, all most of the Polynesian people live in the West Coast, so or in the or in the West too. But yeah, not in the Midwest. So he, you know, reached out to people, and this one girl reached out to him, and her name is Lene, and at the time when he was. Talking to her, he he was just being nice. I mean, girls talk to him all the time, so a beautiful girl like Lene coming up to him wouldn't be so out of the ordinary. I mean, he was on top of the world basically in college, and he played for one of the biggest college programs of all time. And the craziest part about the whole thing was... At the time, he was just being nice, and then he built an attachment to this person. Um, the woman is looks like she's Polynesian descent, and he had something to relate with this person. And when he was talking to her before they started dating, he asked, I guess, a cousin or a friend if they knew who this person was, and he confirmed it. It was crazy because... He confirmed it because they were talking, so they, he didn't know, or I don't even think he even seen that person in person. It's crazy to think about that, that what happened to him, because it's not like you're just an average guy, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're talking to some beautiful woman in his situation. Not trying to be arrogant. It's just the truth. So they build a relationship over time. And then all of a sudden, you know, she uh, she died in September 
around the same time his grandma dies. And I think this was before the season started or around when the season was starting. And he dedicated his senior season to both of them. And he verbally says it in front of everybody on national television that he dedicated this season to his grandmother and his girlfriend. And man, he did a, he had a great campaign. I mean, it was ridiculous. He, he did very, very well. And he got to the point where he got selected as a Heisman candidate. Now, I don't know if you guys know what the Heisman is, but I will say this. The Heisman is one of the biggest prestigious awards you can get in college football, period. And only, I think only one defensive player have won it. And only a few have been selected to go for the Heisman and win it. And when he got selected, it's very rare to see it. And he was around that time when Johnny Menzel was there and he obviously won it. But then at that around that same time, he found out that his girlfriend was fake. Now, he is a young man, so we're, you know, you got to think about what's on his mind. So he's sitting there. I mean, you can't tell the truth during the Heisman. So that's that's checkmarked off. So he had to sit there and. They obviously talked about his girlfriend and he responded about it. And then after the Heisman, he did very, very bad in his national championship game against Alabama. He struggled really bad, but I mean, it's Alabama. A lot of people lose to them. They're really good. It's a prestigious program. Nick Saban was the coach. So what do you expect? But you can't afford to be off your game, though, and that's what happened. You know, a lot was on his mind. And then after that, they found out that his girlfriend was fake due to a group of guys that work for Deadspin, and they didn't believe it at first, but they went with the story, and they found out that there's no confirmation, no death certificates, nothing. And then they put it out, and it became this big phenomenon. People have many questions why he did what he did, and it's crazy to think about what happened. And the craziest part about this whole thing is that Deadspin wanted to expose that ESPN and all these other major networks didn't do any background, no research to confirm this story. It was like a feel-good story to help him get some votes for the Heisman. And... The craziest part is like I sit there and I remember it like yesterday. I was one of those people who just thought who did it. He did it for the Heisman and then I stopped paying attention to it. So I didn't care anymore. And they exposed the person who catfished him. And at the time, this person who's a transgender female is a was a male back then. And he struggled with identity of his gender, but he knew he felt that at the time when she was a he, that he was a she. And the woman is named Naya. And at the time, now that, you know, she, when she did it, she looked back at it and she felt like she messed up, but you know, it is what it is. So, 
the craziest part about this series is they talk about Manti Teo's story, and then they talked about Naya. Now, when they realized that that was fake, and he was kind of embarrassed and Hell, I was one of the people who made fun of him too. It it became he became the laughing stock of the internet. Twitter was pretty much new. I mean, it's 2012. Catfishing wasn't prominent. I mean, catfish started in 2012, so I didn't know about catfishing during that time. It's not like today. And then you look back at the era it was in. I mean, you see that there's fake accounts. But not some account that would engage with you. Because when I saw this whole story, you know, looking back at it, it's like, holy crap, who wouldn't fall for that? So, I advise you watch this documentary. It'll give you a different point of view on Manti Teo. It gave me a whole different perspective on him. It was crazy to look back that... We, this was 10 years ago and my mind and my perception has changed over those 10 years. Hell, my mind and my perception changed four years ago. I'm glad that they made that documentary because it kind of like cleaned up his name and I respect him for sure. And I feel bad for being part of the, the mob that was teasing him. I should have paid attention more before I made my 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 judgment. But impressions, they just stay with people. Because I just thought he did it for the Heisman. But then it got to the point where people thought, question his sexuality and all this stuff. Manti Teo went through some hell for this. And all he was trying to be is a good person. And then he ended up caring for this person. Lene. And did not know Lene was a fake person. So, I look at him and his morals and who he is. And I'm talking about Manti Teo. And when I looked at Manti Teo, he's a man of faith. He is about family, pride, tradition. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The way he handled it was better than most people. Because after they found out that this hoax was around, they assumed that it was because of Heisman votes and other reasons that they asked, you know, it's going to hurt the locker room. If you can't trust someone, right, and you're playing with this person every day, you know, you're going to battle with this person and you judge their character. If their character are flawed, I mean, let me, let's be honest, though, before I even keep continuing None of the NFL athletes are saints. So let's 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 start from there. That's what I'm gonna say. That's how hypocritical most NFL players are. Anyways, back to what I was saying is that they questioned his his ethics, his morals, him as a person, and they didn't want to deal with it. And I know the coaches and the owners know that that would have caused a kink into their, you know, their franchise. And let it be known when you Become a first round, or if you're in the first round in the top five or five or six, these teams are not really good teams. So they have to find the best talent in the world, and sometimes they pick 
whoever. It doesn't matter what they were and who they were. So, but it hurt his draft stock. He got picked in the second round. He was projected to be picked in the first round. He is a really good athlete. He didn't have a great combine, but he's a really good football player. And the fact that he got picked in the second round, he lost millions and millions of dollars. A lot of money. And that hurt his, not not only his reputation was hurt, he lost a lot of money. The way I see it is there's things you don't mess with in the Polynesian culture. I hung out with my friend, Artie. He's Samoan. And the first time I saw his church, you know, because my friend Artie's about God, family, honor, and tradition. So when I met him and his family, his family is basically the church. And the church is very, very close. The Samoan culture is a beautiful culture. I first handed seen the culture. It was really cool. It was an honor. I was basically Samoan for one summer. I hung out with Artie the whole summer. My fiance was out working. And I know that those are values you just don't mess with. And the fact that Manti Tail's family had to go in front of and deal with that. First off, they dealt with it with his name and his last name out there. And the fact that he had his parents on Dr. Phil and other TV shows and his mom's in tears. His dad looks embarrassed and he's sitting there taking it like a champion And he kind of had to because he did lie to his dad when his dad asked him, hey, have you even met this girl? And he said, yeah, because it's kind of embarrassing you build an attachment of someone you didn't see and it's long distance. So I understand the young man. And I know he wished he told his dad the truth, but it's kind of hard when you're. You know, he's I think he's the oldest, so it's kind of a lot of pressure being the oldest and he didn't want to look like an idiot in front of his parents and the hell he want to look like an idiot in front of national television. The fact that we're saying that he lost a lot of money. His family was embarrassed as well. I mean, he had his family up there on TV and that's a hard pill to swallow because they questioned his character and his family raised him and, That's your reputation, you know. I never want to make my parents look bad. That's why I ended up the person I am. I want to honor my parents, just like him. He's a man of faith. He wants to honor his mother and father and his family and his family's name. The way Manti Tail handled this whole situation changed my point of view of Manti Tail. I respect him. I respect the hell out of him. So when I said that the when he didn't get drafted in the first round and the fact that he got in the second round and lost millions of dollars, I've seen people get killed for less money being lost. I've seen people get killed for hurting people's reputation. 
the fact that he handled it very well. I'm going to say this right now. Me hanging out with Artie in that whole summer, the Polynesian culture, that whole family, I was surprised didn't go kick that dude or kick Naya's ass. Didn't do anything. Didn't threat. I mean, they didn't want to see Naya. They didn't want to see Naya at all. At the time when I said dude is because at the time Naya was a male and now transgender into a female. It's not. They weren't mad at Naya for being a transgender woman. They were mad at Naya for lying to Manti Teo. The family was mad at Naya for lying to Manti, manipulated his feelings, and then end up making him look like a fool. I am, I admire how Manti Teo handled it. And the fact that when they made this documentary and they said, and he said, I mean, he said, let Naya say her part of the story. That is very admirable (laughs) because people struggle to forgive very, very, very hard. And the fact that he forgave her and said that you could say your side of the story. I know one thing, if someone got done wrong, Usually a normal person, it doesn't matter who you are, what culture you are, you're going to hold a grudge against that person, regardless, or if the old feelings come up. The fact that Manti Teo let Naya say her story when she was dealing with gender identity and sexuality. And at the own and. I want you guys to watch the documentary. I'm not going to talk about the whole thing because it'll hit you off guard. Like, I'm not even going to describe how Naya pulled this off. You have to watch how Naya pulled this off. I mean, I believed it to the point like, wow, I see how he got catfished. I see how Manti Tail got catfished. It's crazy. Because I think anybody would have believed it at that point. I mean, it was so deep into detail and it was so clean and how on Naya's toes just come up with some crazy evidence to make sure that Lene was real was damn insane. But I will say this one part in the documentary that Manti Teo says, I hope Naya is okay. That Naya's living a good, fruitful life and that that person's okay. That is a great character. The fact this man is a man of faith and he holds up to his faith because forgiveness is huge in Christianity or any other faith, pretty much forgiveness is a major factor. And the fact that he forgave this person after everything, the the ridicule, the just basically he got condemned as a person to even play football and question his personality, his character. People knew what was going on in Notre Dame. They were nervous and how they handle it was pretty good. I mean, how else can you handle it? And then all of a sudden... You got 
you just got people who were confusing the whole situation, like I was. I'm glad I get to see documentaries like that because I watch them on purpose and untold has done a great job. But this one, when the fact that he says both stories can be told, it's two, it's a two episode one. I mean, it's two episode one. So in itself has two episodes. It talks about Manti Teo and then talks about Naya. And the fact that both those stories combined in one, it could have just been about him. So it's two and one, but it could have just been about him. It's just really awesome that the other person, Naya, can tell her side of the story. And the point I'm coming up with is perception is your reality. What I perceived when I saw Manti Teo is I just thought he was just doing it for Heisman votes. I didn't hate on him. I didn't hate the guy. I was just like, wow, you know, and then I made fun of him. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> hey, Manti Teo's girlfriend's on the line, but the phone wasn't on, you know, and I feel bad about it because sometimes we are on the wrong side of history because the way we perceive things. I mean, it's even done today. It was done during COVID. I mean, it's done any time in any generation. I'm telling you this right now. You can look at how people look things back then to now. We all learn from our mistakes. That's what I'm coming from. When I looked at Manti Teo, the way he handled the whole thing, he processed it. I mean, it was 10 years ago and he was just like, man, I hope this person's good. That's a great character. And I'm not even mad at Naya. I am not mad at Naya because I didn't like how it was handled. But I'm not mad at the person because that was Naya's escape. Escape is to be Lene, a beautiful woman talking to men, you know, because 2012. And before, I mean, just recently, LGBTQ plus community have been accepted. It isn't that long ago. I think around 2012, I don't even think gay marriage was even accepted at that time. If you go back to 2012, I remember it like yesterday. MySpace was still around, around, but it was dwindling. Facebook became more and more popular because at the time and when I went to high school and in also as well as college, you had to be in college and have a college um, email and prove that you're in college to get a Facebook before they opened it up to everybody. So we're talking about the time that there was GPS, but GPS sucked. So you might as well use MapQuest or ask for directions. I mean, it's crazy to think about that for you young guys. Even kids that were kids that wouldn't even know. It's it shows my age because I was around the age of dial up before Internet video games just started. You know, there was no downloads or updates for video games. That's the era I'm from. So MapQuest, you guys know if you graduated. I don't know if you were born from 
anytime before 94, 93, you know, maybe 95, you know, map quest and all that stuff. Shit, I came from a time where you had to use a map. <laughs> it's crazy to think about before MapQuest, I had to use a map for us to go find a place with my parents on a family vacation. So think about that. But yeah, like the way you perceive things will change and it changes every time. At the time when catfishing just started, you know, you're thinking about that wasn't even possible at the time. Especially for a guy that, you know, way up there in popularity. So, yeah, he could get fake accounts and then he verified it and then found out that it was fake. It's pretty insane. But I'm not mad at Lene. I mean, Naya, who was in Lene. Because when Naya at the time, you know, she is as well as Polynesian. Um, if it's not a secret, other cultures don't accept homosexuality, not the way we accept it today. If you go to other cultures, you still go to jail for it. You get ridiculed. You probably get beat or killed or, you know, rape, which is horrible. All those horrible things happen to those people everywhere else. Maybe not in some major countries because they have fixed that, but there are countries out there that will still do those things today. 2022, to this day, people don't accept that. And, you know, let people be people. And that's why when Naya said her portion, I understood. I met Naya halfway. And at least Naya understood what she did at the time was messed up. So at least she admit that. And the thing is, you could be wrong no matter who you are or what you are. You could be on the wrong side of history. You could be on the wrong side of what you did was wrong. What's wrong is wrong. What's right is right. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't make you a bigot if you tell someone that they're wrong. But today's day and age, that's what happens. They refer like, oh, well, you're homophobic or you're racist or... You're a nationalist. It's it's getting ridiculous. But I do understand Naya's why she did what she did. It's just when I said that you're on the wrong side of history sometimes, it is possible for all of us to get catfish. Even today's day and age, there's people who still get catfish. I mean catfish what made another damn season? I mean, it's, it happens. And me going back to my MySpace days, I met Issa through MySpace. I didn't know Issa. I went to college with some people who went to high school around her area. And she hits me up saying, you're hot. And the rest, and you know, we're talking and talking. And I was like, "Mm," you know, I, I had my questions and I asked and, we talked on the phone and we met in person and thank God, thank you that Issa is a real person because, you know, everyone can get a little skeptic and it does happen. You know, I thought it was a fake account, but she's real. We've been together for going into thir- almost 13 years now. 
So yeah, like when I look back to now, your thinking changes over time and your points of view change. You become more mature. You either grow or you don't grow. Some people never change. Some people do. You know, and every time when I look at this story, it's just like, yeah, you have to respect man's tale, how he handled it. A man of faith, you know, they don't accept homosexuality and the fact that he wanted her story to be told and say, I hope this person's okay. That's well, that is an honorable person. And then even LeBron James said, yeah, you're good, bro. But it doesn't matter what the pro athletes say. It's the fact that the story came out and there's clarity and there's content. Everything matches. The crazy part about this whole thing is the stories between Naya and Manti were very close. So you can tell it's real. Like you look at both sides, you're like, wow, no one's really telling a different story at all. It's blows my mind. So it is the truth. And you rarely see both peoples on the same page. You don't see that on any documentary. I watch multiple untold stories and some people have different points of views. But this one shows that this was 100% accurate. It shows that that it's awesome that you can see the clarity. It's just, you know, some people look back, you know, I wouldn't say the same thing I would say four years ago, especially 10 years ago. And yeah, I just, sometimes I feel a little bad and like I have a human moment and I was like, man, I feel really bad for judging this guy. And that's why my mom always says there's two sides to the story. You man, you might, you have to pay attention. Don't always listen to initially what you hear. And that's what we're doing today's day and age. We don't listen to each other. We lost a form of a conversation. You know, it's it's weird because you do change over time. Like, for instance, how we make fun and ridicule people. Kevin Hart got hit with saying a homophobic thing, you know, 10 years ago and got judged for that. And he apologized, and then he apologized, and then they still, you know, bashed him. And he was just like, I'm not apologizing anymore. I already did my time, and I apologize. And then he lost going into hosting the Oscars. I hope in time when you look back at that, the people who did judge him and condemn him, you're going to look back like, man, this guy did really apologize, and he did his thing. Should he even did a documentary. I think... Cancel culture is a little out of hand. You can all agree. You can't even put in your point of view. You can't even ask questions. We really need to change and stop being on the wrong side of history. We also need to change our point of views and look at both sides. These deadspin really exposed that they didn't do their research, yet we believed them. And then you look at the other side. Some people will say this person's a bad person, and then... I listen to who they really are, and it's not like that. So, and this was before the time, I'm in my mind, when it was prevalent that you're on my side or you're just a bad person. So, you know, Manti, I respect you. And anybody would have been fooled. And if someone today's day and age watched that and be like, oh, he still did it for Heisman votes or... 
he did it because, you know, he just wanted the attention or he, he was part of this hoax. You're full of shit because the evidence, anybody would have believed it. I mean, holy shit is pretty damn good. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because football season's coming up and at the same time, you don't have to be a football fan to hear this, but yeah, you got to watch untold. They have a whole series. It's, it's really good. It makes me think about a lot of things. You know, you think these athletes have it easy, but they don't and they're human. And that's what it comes down to. They're human. Just like you and I, we have to pay attention you give too much credit for these athletes and these famous people like they're politicians or they're experts in health and all that bullshit. Like, all right, did they do their research? Do they know what they're talking about? And that's what it has to come down to. Manti Tail made a mistake. We condemned him and shunned him. And then we looked back at him like, oh, shit, you know. He looked bad for 10 years and I'm glad he told his story, cleaned his, I'm glad he did his end. It makes me really think about I need to pay attention more and I need to see both sides of the story before I make my judgments. That's basically what it comes down to. Pay attention, listen to both sides and your perception changes. And I hope you grow from four years ago, three years ago. I hope you change and grow from 10 years ago. But that's crazy, man. Well, yeah, that's enough of my being in my thoughts, giving you my, my hot takes about this. This isn't really a, I mean, I kind of gave you a story, but it's more of a, I want to give you a brief story. Cause I want you to actually watch it. Um, on Netflix untold the girlfriend that didn't exist. It's, it's insane. And I'm glad you guys were listening to my takes, my stories and my opinions. It's labor day. And, I hope you guys had a good weekend and whenever you may be listening, however you may be listening, I hope you guys had a good weekend, a good week, good day, a good month. Um, I hope you have a good morning, a good night, you know, but I'm just glad that I get to do this and I thank you all for listening to me and I hope you guys have a good one.